episode of Let's Talk Positions, the ridiculous podcast that we decided to start because we are three very ridiculous people. Okay, so as usual, hey, uh, dang, can I? <laughs> no, go ahead, introduce, introduce yourself. Hey, y'all, I'm Kyle. Nice to meet y'all. Y'all see my whip? <laughs> ain't it tight? Ain't it curled? <laughs> oh, damn, y'all. Y'all want me to keep going? <laughs> John? Oh, no, I'm sorry, Kyle. I, I'm sorry. I, think I'm, I just didn't want to cut you off while speaking. And I am John, a.k.a. Katie Ross, shift supervisor at Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, why is that funny? Oh, shut up, Katie! <laughs> And anyway, I am, you know, I can say it now. I'm Kenny, the hostess with the mostest. So, this shout out will be a little (laughs) different for the rest of the month. So, it is Pride Month, as we know, and it is also Black Music Month. So... Uh, shout outs will be a little different. What we're going to do, we're going to give you a little pride icon, a little Black Music Month icon, and a few, few simple facts about them. And then I encourage the audience um, to send in their Black Music Month icon or their Pride Month icon. It can be one and the same. It might be two separate people. I don't know. I'm going to let Tatiana John <laughs> go first <laughs> and give us your, your icons. All right, so I only have one icon, both a queer icon and a black music icon. And first, let okay. me preface it, preface by saying I'm not trying to be shady when I say queer icon because this person's queerness is speculated upon. But I'm going to shout out Whitney Houston. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, because okay. even okay. if Whitney Houston was not queer herself, she is definitely a queer icon. If you're in the DMV uh-huh. and you go to Nelly's any Friday or Saturday night, you are definitely going to hear I Want to Dance with Somebody. Whether you want to or oh, not. Oh, absolutely. As you should. And I don't know anybody who should not. And if you don't, I'm, I might have to say some things to you. But anyway, so Kyle, how about you? Miss Rosetta Tharp. She is also oh, known okay. as the godmother of rock and roll from the 1940s. She comes from Arkansas. Her parents were cotton pickers, and she mixed Delta blues with Inno jazz and gospel. The rock and roll white king, Elvis Presley, the black king, Little Richard, and Mr. Johnny Cash all shout her out as their uh, influencer. So, yeah. Shout out, Rosetta. Okay. And uh, in, like, 1940s, her and... Supposedly, Marie Knight, you know, performed as a queer duo collaboration team with their song Up Above My Head. So, you know, black and queer (laughs) meeting yet again. Somebody just told me to go away. (laughs) No, 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 no. I was telling an audience member of ours who (laughs) had a comment to go away. (laughs) So I have two different ones. So for the LGBTQ plus icon, actually shout out to Sava. He actually sent in an icon. I asked him to just to kick this off. And his is Caleb. I hope I don't say this wrong. It's Caleb Orisco, who is a human rights activist. He co-founded and became president of the first LGBTQ plus advocacy group in Belize oh. called the United Belize Advocacy Movement, which is 
short for Univam. Up until 2016, y'all, so this is, remember, we're, you know, not here up in the United States. Things go a little slower. Uh, up until 2016, there was a law that held a 10-year prison sentence for any man found uh, guilty of anal sex. No way. AKA mm -hmm. sodomy. Yes, yes, sodomy. So just a short thing about him, I won't read it all, but I'll say in 2011, he filed a constitutional case against the law and was met with violence, criticism, threats, you know, as as the bigots do. He had a glass bottle broken across his face, which resulted in surgery. He was beaten multiple times just for, you know, trying to basically fight for the equality. Despite everything, his case was successful, and on August 10, 2016, they ruled in favor of Caleb and Unibam, stating that the law was unconstitutional and would violate his human dignity, privacy, and freedom of expression by forcing him to lie or risk persecution. So shout out to him. And my Black Music Month person is my own Black Barbie beauty, Miss Kelly Rowland herself. Everybody knows I am a DC stand down. And what people don't know, well, I don't know if they don't know, but if you know me, you know I love B, but to me, Kelly has always and will always be my number one Destiny's Child member. So shout out to these queer and black icons, audience members who, who are listening. Feel free to email us or DM us, tweet us, whatever your suggestions with maybe two to three sentences of why you love them. That does not have to be a um, a worldwide icon. It could be somebody from your hometown who inspires you to come out or something like that. It does not have to be somebody famous. Just tell us why they inspired you and why you love them. So, before we move on. Can I say, I'm can sorry? I say when you said Black Barbie, I got really nervous you were about to shout out Nicki Minaj. I was really nervous. I said Black Barbie. I know. Nicki Minaj calls herself a Barbie. Yeah. Not in this household. <laughs> mm -mm. I don't know. Kyle just said, yeah, he, he's in the same household. She does call herself a Black Barbie. No, no, I'm saying. But we may not, not use that in this household. She calls herself that. Not in this household. Also, I would like to uh, also give a shout out to Caleb Orozco. Yes. Um, kudos to you, man, for sticking with your guns and your rights. Standing up for the beliefs of not only yourself, but the people who you know are going to come after you where you are. Um, where you are as in like where you live, you know. So shout out to taking that bashing, you know, God be with you and, you know, prayers forever. Okay, so Kyle, how was your week? My week has been decent. <laughs> decent. It was, I mainly worked this week, you know, no time for fun, no time to, you know, see a booty or, you know, get laid, but it was a good week. Mm. It was a good week. How about you guys? John? My week has been fabulous. I haven't had that <laughs> much work to do. I've just been laying around, chilling, catching up on TV, preparing for Capital Pride Weekend, living life, being that girl, the bad bitch that I always am. And oh. shout out to my baby Dandy in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my week was pretty. <laughs> my week was pretty good. I actually have not done that much work either. You know, shout out to the gays who are just shucking their responsibilities for this month, who are barely doing any work, just enough to keep your check coming in. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way to be an advocate for the slackers. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of checks, I just found out I'm getting a raise at work. Yay! I this week. 
We love coin. We love a good coin. Okay. Okay. Um, so now we're gonna move into our final positions because you know, no matter what, people gotta question us as if we are not the authority on things, which I think we are. But anyway, so wait, Kenny, you're saying we are the authority on things? When, when I when I say when I say we, I mean you two sometimes and me always. So okay, so wait, oh, no, always, no, no. So that means whatever no, no. you say is true. That doesn't mean whatever I say is true, because sometimes I'll be on my bullshit. I'm saying... So okay, I'm going to go back to the top everybody. <laughs> anyway, hear them. Before, before... I don't understand why they are coming at me. We're not even into the main the topic, guys. The my, us. my God. Anyway, um, shout out to Tom and Ariana and Raquel. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Team Raquel, Team Sandoval. And don't come for me because I actually have never watched the full episode of the show, so maybe my teams are wrong. Anyway, final position. I'm tapped in for next season, by the way. I know announcement from us coming in a few episodes, but I'm tapped in for next season. And I will explain more during that announcement. I'm, I'm tapped into the Twitter clips for next season. Okay, so <laughs> final position. So, as you guys know, last week was our Pride show, and it was mostly about different topics and things about Pride. So, first of all, shout out to Mundell. We're going to do his response first. One question that John posed to us was, do you think Target was right in terms of removing any of their pride, rainbow, trans, bi, you know, things. So, Madel actually wrote in and said that he agreed with them removing it for the safety of the the uh, workers because, I mean, this year, I mean, it's every year, but this year, the bigots have been very aggressive mm-hmm. and just very emboldened to go from yelling to actually getting physical and doing doing things. Like, they just got this... I don't know, this gusto about them. And I'm like, what the hell? So I, myself, as an individual, I can say don't take that down. But I don't work for Target. So as a business owner, I would be like, yeah, I'm only going to, only for the safety of my workers. However, you know, I don't know if that's the real reason, but that's the reason that I would think that they would take it down. And then second, Monday, or the second response, we asked, when it came to the queer events, especially for like Memorial Day weekend, which is considered to be Black Pride in this area, he says that he agrees that he feels like it's mostly about sex parties and that the money is not going into the community. So real quick, John, what is one suggestion you, if you could change one thing about in terms of what Memorial Day and Black Pride what would you change in terms of making sure the money going into the community? What would you change to make sure we knew it was going to help the community? Uh, well, I would say that any promoter that's using the official like Black Pride moniker to promote their party or event, they should be giving some percentage of their proceeds back to the Black Pride organization, which will then in turn hopefully use the money to enrich our community in some way. However, people can get around that by just saying Memorial Day event and everyone will know what that means. I don't really have an idea other than we need to, I don't know, be more vocal and push the events that are not just parties and fucking. Okay. 
I can agree with you. It would be nice if they could say, you know, 10 to 15% of all proceeds are going to some organization that we know is going to help. Not an organization that's called, you know, pay the DJ fund or, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Or pay the security fund. Because I'm like, regardless if this event sold out or whatever, these people should have already been paid. So <laughs> I'm just saying you should not be dependent on the customer's to pay stuff that should have been paid before this event even started. Cause I don't know any security that's like would work a security for an event where it, where the rumor is you might not get paid. You know what I mean? So this is going to yeah. be a free fall. Exactly. So yeah. Okay. So thank you for that response. So Chris wrote in now, this is something I'm going to have John or Kyle respond to because I, I don't, I don't think I said this. I don't remember saying this, but I definitely Chris said this. Is, Okay, so it was okay. So Chris says it pains me to hear people are not comfortable with or do not want police at pride events. There are good gay, there are good and gay cops and cop allies. Some departments have LGBTQ plus offices to try and help heal the divide. So what will you feel comfortable? What would help you feel comfortable with police at pride, John? I think the whole well, I have a negative perception of the police. I consider myself to be very liberal. I am on the side of, like, defunding the police in terms of, like, social justice and all that stuff. So I don't really know what it would take for the police to do to make me feel more comfortable with them at Pride because it has been shown, especially in the past five to six years of our nation, that the police don't necessarily protect and serve the community the way that they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. They are really oppressive. They give small dick energy. They give, <laughs> bitch. I want some authority and I never had that in my life. So I'm going to take it out on people now. And of course, you know, not all, of course, not all that's true. But most of the times people will always back the blue. We've seen in a lot of these cases of black people being murdered by police unfairly that even when it's a black cop, they will still stand on the side of the police rather than the side of the community. So I don't I don't think there's an answer for me. I need the policing structure in the United States to be completely reformed and not even reformed, torn down and let's start over and find something that's works because what's work what we have now just does not. Right, right. Okay. I'm glad I'm glad Chris picked up on that because I missed that little comment from you last last week. What do you think, Kyle? I wholeheartedly agree with John. Not to get all deep and stuff, but I truly feel like our country is on the precipice of another civil war. They got too much shit going on. And I know that, you know, this topic is mainly supposed to be stationed with cops during Pride. I don't have any objection to them, you know, being there during Pride. The cops that I've seen over the 10 years that I've celebrated Pride have done nothing to me or nothing to the people that I know. But it's like, a, like besides that, it's a lot of shit that needs to be changed. It's a lot of shit that needs to be addressed. And it's a lot of stuff that they need to come to grasp with, with their stations as well as with the world. And I just leave it at that. Okay. All right. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Those are our final positions on last week. Kyle, you want to move on to the nonsense? Hey, you guys. It's time to let's talk nonsense. Woo! 
<laughs> all right, now this topic is all about John. John, take it away. Okay, yeah. So this week, I decided to come up with the idea. It kind of ties into a little bit of pop culture in a way. So as you guys may have heard, they have started to begin casting for the live action version of Hercules. So fellas, who would you want them to cast as your muses? If you had no budget, who would you want them to cast as your muses? Dead Dead or alive? Oh, no. What? Whitney, Jennifer, Ariana. Ariana who? Grande. <laughs> who? Give that, <laughs> give baby whistle note her check. <laughs> There's not one whistle note in the Hercules soundtrack. That's all right, but they she has range. They better not add any. No. I thought we were all on our team never for this. Who's your fifth? Oh, it's, oh, it's black. <laughs> You named you named four muses. Who's your fifth? Yeah, I can be so mad. Halle Bailey. Well, I'm not mad, mad at that one. Because other, I just other don't think ones... it's realistic. Because huh? huh? I just don't think it's realistic because she already has a contract with Disney. You you don't think it's realistic? No, only because she already has a, already has a contract with Disney. Like they're not going to take her from a lead role to a muse. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the muses are not. I thought this was fantasy. Yeah, it's fantasy. It's in your perfect world. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, then I wouldn't be mad about that. I mean, she basically she really fits the bill. If you want to be honest, because everyone's gonna be Kelly Clarkson. What you say, Kyle? I'm sorry, I missed it. Oh no, my bad. I'm sorry. I said the other one was gonna be Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) I I'm confused about why we're putting white people. (laughs) 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 Y'all know that's my shit. <laughs> One of our audience members said Avery Wilson, and for some, and I'm gonna be respectful and just say no. Ain't that sugar? No, man. No, it's not sugar, Avery. Anything? No, no. Um, Avery Wilson, it's gonna be a no for me, dog. Let's. Why be respectful now, Kenny? I'm always respectful. <laughs> oh, that's a strong statement. Oh my God, who are your muses, shady bitch? Who are your muses? I'm going to say Jennifer Hudson. I'm going to say Whitney Houston. I'm going to say Amber <laughs> Riley. I'm going to say Kelly Rowland. Why not for your Kelly Amber? I'm sorry. And I am going to say, oh, who do I want my fifth to be? There are so many talented dark skinned singers. That's what I'm going for. Oh wow. Okay. Um, who do I want my fifth to be? Ah. I didn't put. I, I came up with the topic. I didn't put any thoughts in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I would say. And to let the people know, this was not on the roster. This was a pop up. I told you guys I was going to keep it as a surprise. Victoria Monet. Oh, okay, Miss Monet. Who is that? Baby, get into your black singers, Kyle. Please. <laughs> you love Ariana, but you don't love the person who wrote like most of her I, shit. <laughs> oh. Well, should I throw her out there? Fuck. You need to read and search. Um, Amber Riley. I can't believe I forgot her. I would say Amber Riley, Lizzo, Kiki Palmer. Mm. 
That's three, right? Yeah, Amber Riley Lizzo, Kiki Palmer. I'm actually, I, <laughs> I would actually, I don't know how the girls would feel about this, but it's my list. I don't give a fuck. Alex Newell. And number five. Number five for me, honestly, would be an undiscovered talent who completes the fifth. Like somebody, maybe this is their first movie, first gig, first whatever. But I do have a question for you guys. What is this obsession with Jennifer Hudson being a muse? I think she can sing really well. I think I think her voice would blend really well in the muse group. I just hear it a lot. Like I hear, like even on Twitter, I hear a lot of people like J-Hud, J-Hud. And I'm like, as a muse? I don't know. It's just, I think she has a good yeah. blending voice. Like her voice really would blend well with, I think, that might be why. She has a good anchoring, not anchoring, but blending voice. You might have a point, but I just, I don't know. I always hear that, and I'm just like, where are we, where are we, like, I won't say! That's all I hear. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I, I hate you. I just I just feel like I would be in a theater. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that meme where Nene has her ears covered and she's just smiling. Like, <laughs> I feel like that would be me in the theater just sitting there like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Turn her mic down. But shout out to Jennifer, girl. You can blow. Sometimes a little too much for me. But you can blow, mama. Just don't get up there making Effie sound like a muse. Kenny, you going to be in the theater for Hercules live action film? It depends on the muse. Everybody's like... Listen, whoever's Hercules and Megara, that's cute, uh-huh. But the success of this, whether people want to admit it or not, will depend on the muse casting and the muse singing. You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> Lord, forgive me, but we all knew that the live-action Lion King was going to be successful because it's the Lion King and because of the Beehive. However, were the re-recorded songs... Are they something that y'all play to this day? The re-recorded, the re-recorded songs. Yes. No. Exactly. So that's why I say the muses are the most important part because the songs, "Zero to Hero," "I Won't Say I'm in Love," things of that nature. Like you have to get the, the muses for me is what is gonna make it. Like it's different from past Disney films because you know the Little Mermaid is a Little Mermaid. Her casting is what is what matters in terms of when we did Beauty and the Beast. Like, her casting is what mattered. Same thing with Cinderella. So, yeah. First of all, one of our audience members says, Kim Zoziak would blow. No, she does blow, allegedly. Oh, I don't think she Kimmy. would blow. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> John, you want to take us on over <laughs> to the next topic? <laughs> yes. So, today for our main topic, as Kenny mentioned at the top of the episode, this is Black Music Month. Because our episode last week was really, like, smart and introspective, like, we tend to be all the time, mm -hmm, <laughs> we decided mm -hmm. to keep it light this week. Instead of making it about Black Music Month specifically, we're just going to talk about music in general. Because I think in this trio, all of us can agree that we motherfucking love ourselves some music. Yes. But oh, absolutely. Before absolutely. we start off, I do want to say that Jimmy Carter signed Black Music Month as like decides to recognize June as Black Music Month back in I believe nineteen it was either seventy eight or seventy nine as recognition to the um I'm trying to think of the word as in recognition of the the stuff that Black people have provided to music especially American music 
Their contributions? The contributions, yes. <laughs> I had to work today after my nap, so my brain is shut off. Yeah, my sister was over there struggling. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that black people gave to music. Okay, sis. <laughs> she okay, look, she gets dick. Not she's not a dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. That tickled me. That just got me off guard. Because I was like, what is he trying to say? Well, you said the contributions that Black people have made to music in American culture. Okay. Thank you for giving. Thank you for the help assist. That's, assist. that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here but, for. So, starting off with music. Your earliest mem- memories of music. Like, what can you think about? What's, like, the first song you actually remember, like, as a child? Like, remember, like, no. I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I like this song. First song I can remember. Ooh, I got one. As a child. Mm-hmm. Why You Acting Funny by Partners in Crime and Miss T. Why you acting funny with all your money? Ah, bitch. Girl, <laughs> you're singing. I, I, look it it up. Up. I have 15 <laughs> seconds. I looked it up, okay? Okay, so I used to always hear this song like back in the second grade. I love the song, but the song would always play on 94.1 when I would get my ass whipped. Oh. <laughs> Why were you getting your ass whipped so much? I, I hope I, they didn't play I was that a sneaky often. ass child. I'm not even going to lie. I was sneaky, um, still kind and shit like I am now, but like I used to do a whole bunch of shit. No, somebody say it plays six times a day. <laughs> Bitch, yes, it did. Yes, it is. Damn, and every time you was getting your ass whooped. <laughs> no, bitch. Just that time when it came to after 325, if it played, oh, bitch, I was getting my ass whipped. <laughs> um, audience members, I would just like to point out, what grade were you in? I was in second. Mm-hmm. And audience members, I would just like to point out, the lyrics are, why are you acting funny with all your money? <laughs> and then the female comes in and says, uh, why are you I mean, uh, the, the woman says, why are you acting funny? funny with all your money and then the guy in, in the chorus says why you acting bad with your kitty cat mind you this is <laughs> mind you when the the entire point of the song is literally she's saying you coming around you don't never want to give me no love and no money his verse is uh you acting bad with your kitty kitty cat knowing i'd already hit that so <laughs> why are the children listening to this not not judging because I knew it by heart too by like fifth grade. But I'm just saying that just lets you know. She said she didn't want to freak no more. That's what's <laughs> happening in. <laughs> Come on, freak no more. <laughs> so, yeah. She said she didn't want to freak no more. She don't want to um, do Molly. She don't want to get geek no um, more. <laughs> let me see. I would say I was a very big music lover. I think the first thing I can remember being the uh, first artist I can remember being obsessed with was Michael Jackson. So I think the first song I used to walk around singing was You Are Not Alone by Michael Jackson. What the hell were you going through as a child? I just loved Michael Jackson. And, and because I was born in 1990, so by the time I hit, you know, five, six years old, you know, it was doing like the, the history album. So You Are Not Alone and stuff was playing. So that was like my introduction. And then also if anybody went to Blockbuster or went to Walmart and got the VHS, the second song I became obsessed with, which is now my favorite Michael Jackson song, is Will You Be There? If you bought the Free Willy 
VHS tape at the end of the movie while they were watching all the whales and orcas and stuff swim. They played Will You Be There? And I used to rewind the hell out that tape. My grandmother had the Free Willy tape. I would rewind the hell out of the ending of the, the ending credits just to hear that song. So that would probably be my first memory of like learning the lyrics to a song. I think mine would be Too Close by Next. Mm. It's weird because I didn't realize how that I didn't realize the song was about a man's dick getting hard until I got much older. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's especially weird that I was singing that in the car with my mom in the car. Oh wow! I, yeah, I, I, mean, I didn't know I was just singing, and then in high school it hit me. I was like, "Oh, he's getting an erection while she's grinding on him." Interesting lyrics. I'm surprised my mom didn't make me stop singing that. Another song I can remember also being young, like another like early memory of oh. I'm actually developing my own sense of music here. Lauren Hill's That Thing, Doo-Wop. Yes, that's one of my favorite fucking songs. A bop. A bop. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember um, that coming on and be like, oh, I actually like this song. Like An, edu an educational bop. Yeah. It, it, you know, kind of whole fish because Lauren Hill, but... Well, but she put bitches well, on game. She put them on I, game. I don't even feel like that one was whole tapish. It was more of like... But just the 90s. <laughs> I just feel like it was more of she was saying like like the one the one that sticks out the most is just you know how you gonna win when you ain't right within and I was just like I wouldn't say hotepish I just felt like she was saying like bitch love yourself and cherish yourself cause like especially the verses like the men more concerned with his rims and his tims than his women and then the women is like don't say so many of the lyrics in a row <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, we're not getting hit with no fucking no fucking strike on this episode. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, if, if if we would win the case, because Lauren Hill would be late for court. So <laughs> the judge would be like, we've been here for 10 hours. Girl, let's go. Anyway. <laughs> Don't listen to me. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. Never mind. Continue, John. Continue. <laughs> all right. All right. What would you consider your favorite genre of music to be? Me? Any, uh, Kyle, let's start with Kyle because you, you okay. on time out. Pop. <laughs> pop is my favorite genre. Um, of course. Popping like, don't throw shade at me, bitch. <laughs> and this is why he's oh. on time out. No, I was serious. I, okay. I knew he was going to say that. I thought you were being shady. <laughs> but yeah, pop, um, and like indie, rock, alternative. Those are my favorite, like, types of music. Everything stems from rock and roll. But, yeah, that's where, like, the Ariana Grande came from. So, yeah. I mean, I consider myself to be a ponytail, too. I just wouldn't put the white girl with the music. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kenny? Oh, R&B all day, every day. That is my favorite genre. I like a lot of genre. I like almost every genre of music. But R&B will always be number one top tier for me. I think the only thing that gets me in my feelings quicker than R&B is gospel. But yeah, R&B will take me there. And yeah, yeah, that's my favorite. I think that is, for me, um, and also I feel like a lot of, um, also with gospel too, but I'm just saying like in terms of R&B, especially like growing up in like the 90s and stuff, like R&B, you, you had to like sing the song. Don't be up here talking it. Sing the damn song. Hit the notes. Get the right melody, 
you know, your har- if your harmony was off, somebody was going to tell you back, Patty or Dion, or somebody was going to be like, oh, I love you, baby, but that was terrible. You know, like... Turn Silk White way down. Turn Billy's way up. Let's get back into artist development because I... You know, I see a lot of artists today that try to quote unquote sing and I just be like, oh, okay, that's, that's cute. That's cute. Let's not do that no more. What is yours, John? Well, you stole my answer because of course I, you idolize me. So you would do that. Mm. Gospel and R&B. Allegedly, John does blow as well. Ain't no alleged. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Not the next episode is us talking about John's not here because I forced him into rehab. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Okay. But yeah, gospel, definitely gospel and R&B are two of my favorites. I listen to gospel at least once a week, like for multiple hours. And then R&B, I just, I just love it. You listen to gospel? (laughs) A lot of the times, actually, because I go to church. (laughs) <laughs> followers do not be illusioned john actually does me and kenny rarely go so yeah be- i go to church every morning every sunday morning i i literally attend online church put yourself in that category baby what what what's the online church empowerment liberation <laughs> of the people. no for real just because you don't go don't try to let me in i gotta do everything i can to get to heaven bitch <laughs> that deposit isn't working, huh? Because Chris sends us the link all the time, not just because Kyle don't log on. Don't mean I don't well, log. I, I put them head. I put them headphones in, and I enjoy and do. Mm-hmm. I do. Now, when I get annoyed, I'll click off, <laughs> and I'll go to my gospel. But I, I will try to get on at least every Sunday morning to see if I like it. Okay. Okay. Trying to come at the beat to my like, me and Kenny. Uh, mm. uh, who, who went to the house of the Lord and started sweating? Uh, first of all, bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trying to come for me. <laughs> Trying try to come okay, for me. So, the thing is, that morning that I went to church, I had just went on like an hour and a half run. Mainly mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, a little jog and a walk in between because I was feeling mm-hmm. restless. Mm-hmm. I get out the shower, I research the church that's nearest to me, and I decide to go there. <laughs> Mainly, I just get out the shower, so my body temperature is not even regulated yet. Mm. And he's throwing shade at me mm. like the old women that were at that damn church, just looking at me. Because they was probably going. like, girl, why is he sweating in the air conditioning? It's blowing. Something's not right. The air wasn't blowing that big. <laughs> It was blowing, and then it you walked in, and all the, all the all the fans and air cut off when you walked in. That's why they was nervous. They no, was like, Ooh. "No, it was not blowing." Ooh. That's why I was hot. <laughs> Shit, I can't help that I sweat when I'm hot. I would like to say something though in no, regards to music. To say nothing. Just a slight correction. What? Um, music did not all come from rock. It actually came from gospel and rhythm and blues that's where most music has originated from really rosetta thorpe mixed delta blues you know jazz and gospel together to make no i'm asking was she was she a slave no because the music was around before rosetta katie bell newbin 
and Willis Atkins were cotton pickers. They were slaves. Yeah, and where did their music come from? Gospels, bitch. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm just saying. I feel like you're coming for me. You said it at the end of me trying to, you know, cover myself. So I felt like you were. Talking. I just said it came from gospel. And you're talking about gospel. I'm like, I just said that. You need to watch the Housewives of New Jersey, baby, because I know who I'm assigning you, which housewife I'm assigning you to. Now that one is shame. It is John is tickled. John is tickled. I'm straight Garcelle Bouvet. That is not Jersey. That's Beverly Hills. And as Melissa says, we are not Beverly Hills. That's fine. No man. Homeless, not too. I've worked with the homeless. I've worked with the toothless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You know, take yourself out. God damn it. I <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we have to move on. We got to move on. Question. Okay, okay, okay. Because it keep playing in my head. So speaking of, speaking of music, so a category neither of us said. What is your current favorite rap song or rap, female rap, not female, I don't like female, girl rap artist or guy rap artist? (laughs) I would say, I, shout out to, shout out to my co-host, Mr. John, because he introduced me, we we took a friend trip to this cabin. The cabin we talked about with no locks a few episodes back. (laughs) (laughs) And... He, we were talking about Megan The Stallion, and he introduced me to the song Her, and I watched the video for the first time at the cabin, and it just did something. It opened up, well, it didn't open up my hole, because that was already open, but it opened up something in me, and I love that song, but then I went and listened to her album, and her song, Anxiety, is just, oh, um, I love that song. It's it does something. So I would say right for me right now, um, shout out to Megan. I know she's taking some time away to heal, which she deserves. But right now she in terms of rap, her and that song Anxiety. And also she brought back something that was lost, which was the true remix, not just throwing a extra verse or something, but when she redid the Savage remix with the Queen Bee herself, I was like, This is a whole new Oh, song. that was that was that was Blue Ivy. That was Blue Ivy's influence. You know it was Blue Ivy's influence. Kyle, answer the question. <laughs> oh, okay. So I have something for all three categories. What three categories? Because I said you could say a girl, guy, and song, but. Oh, did you oh, really? Right? Oh, well, I covered all three. Okay, See, good. that's what I was talking about. So for R&B. Oh, wait, one rap. One rap. Rap is first. Uh, Missy Elliott. The innovator herself. Okay. My favorite song by her is High Boys and Gossip Folks. I love Gossip. Sorry, but, but those two songs, bitch, besides Pass That Dutch, are everything to me. So we're just doing period? I thought we were doing current because we're doing like overall. Oh, this does say current, but you know, this does technically okay, say I'm current, right. I guess. But whatever, I don't care. Oh, because I would agree with Kyle then if we're just doing overall. So um, R&B Girl. Mines would be Chloe and Hallie. I'm sorry, but that kid's all right. That kid's are all right album. <laughs> Bitch shuts me down in every single way. Oh, love- the kids are all right? Yeah, the kids are all right. Audience, Jonathan's face is giving no. 
I didn't dislike it. I, I would like, like to this, delve into that. I, I like, I don't we'll dislike it. I like cool people. There's still like, cool people in the world. I like, you are going to get this episode taken down. I <laughs> I like that song, with Joey, that song with Joey Badass. The happy without, happy without Me. Happy Without Me, because it's petty. Warrior? I'm okay. <laughs> okay, we we gonna try a different approach. Uh, I approach. Okay. <laughs> Everywhere. I'm okay. See, see, see. I don't see, hate see, those, see, I don't uh, those songs, but they're just not go tos for me. Oh, they are go tos. <laughs> I. Uh, you know what the hell you laughing for? <laughs> oh. Oh Jesus! I love this damn album. Fall oh. drop. It fits, it, fits, it fits you. Even the interlude is fire. Now you're now, now you're just saying words. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not talking for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> is, a, is an actual interlude, and it is fucking fire. What interlude? What are we talking about? Fa la la, la 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 la. <laughs> fa la la is okay. I had to think about it. Even if you don't love it, it's still a good one. I feel like you're talking to John. La 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 la. <laughs> you know what? I don't just, worry about it. What's for me, next fa-la-la, one? Fa la la is mid at best because I'm like. But I mean, it does supposed to do. It's an interlude. It inter. It's an interlude. I mean, yeah. It's, um, the, it's the energy of the kids are all right. Yeah. Just like that album is all right. The kids are all right. Now somebody like in the audience. It's a great album. Kaya is the greatest rapper of all time. Your Honor, I would like any comments from the audience at this point to be stricken from the record <laughs> because clearly the I, audience is allegedly doing blow because no. what the hell. I will give. I ain't giving that whole nothing. I don't know if the audience member was being, you know, bullshit about it. Kaya got some fire ass rap. It's a baby. Yum yum sauce. Yum yum. Well, going back, going back to rappers, I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> and the audience member left me hanging. <laughs> <laughs> Yum yum, dim sum. Are we ordering Chinese food? What are we doing? I said, now we now we got a hibachi spot. Okay, okay. I'm a little hungry. Um, not hibachi. <laughs> but uh, going back to rappers, I would say, okay, my current favorite rap song is Tomorrow Two, Glorilla and Cardi B. But my favorite girl rapper is currently Dochi. Dochi. Oh my god, I don't understand why she's not bigger than what she is. She's so talented. I think. It's colorism, but that's a different topic for a different day. So, so Sweetie isn't your favorite female rapper? Who? Sweetie. Oh, so, oh, sweet, oh, sweet tea, sweet tea. Oh, not a bitch wanna throw a uh, shade because he found somebody better. Oh, that's what it is. Better okay, than John. Kyle, what the hell are you talking about? He says sweet tea, and you just threw out a song that he knew. I didn't say a song. I said Sweetie, and he said sweet tea. Yeah, that's she what I heard. Sweet Tea. That's what I heard. Sweet Tea. That's a, she got a song called Sweet Tea. Never mind. Go ahead, John. I don't. I was like, I didn't mention a song. I am confused. I am also confused. 
Because <laughs> Kenneth says sweetie, and you was like, uh-huh. oh, sweet tea. Yeah, that's why I called the girl, sweet tea. Yeah, shade is that a positive or a negative? Negative. Okay, you don't see John laughing at this shit. You never know. He might think you know her rap is sweet tea. I don't fucking know. How do we get on this? She doesn't even even a good rapper. Like exactly. (laughs) She's better than Kaya. Uh, 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 Talk about some dim sum and and uh, dip dip. Now zip, hold zip. up now, yum yum. Lace potato chips. I don't know. Huh? Have you listened to it? Why would I listen to that transphobic homophobic bitch? That's all right though. Have you listened to it? It ain't all right with me. I'm not listening to it. Why would I listen to it? And <laughs> I know what she represents. Also, I also want to point out. I noticed none of us uh, mentioned a favorite rap guy currently. If, do you have a current favorite rap? Does anyone have a favorite current I do, rap? I do, I do, I do. I do. Who? I do. This must be some bullshit. Well, are you waiting on me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, sweetie. Uh, come back. I thought you said you had a favorite current rap guy. I, I, if, if I have to pick a favorite, if, <laughs> if I have to pick a favorite current rap guy, because I think he's current, I'll just say Tupac, because he's still alive. But if I have to pick someone who we can see and that files taxes and things, then I'll say Mr. Sean Carter. Isn't he retired again? I mean, is he? Uh, that's true. He said he was retired. He didn't show it up on Beyonce's album. So, on that, The Gift. So, he can't be too retired. He was on The Gift? Okay. And we're going to move on to the next <laughs> one. Um, I don't think anybody said R&B guy. So, I will say I am a very big Usher fan. Oh, yeah, um, sure. Shout out to 8701 and Confessions album. However, what I don't feel gets the reverence it should in terms of Usher, I am a big fan of the My Way album. That is an album I knew top to bottom, backgrounds, leads, ad libs. Like I was blasting it in my room. And then when he started to perform live and, you know, for those of the gays who remember, when he would do You Make Me Wanna, he would always drop his pants at the end. And for me, that was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So shout out shout out to Usher, who's still doing the damn thing. Vocals are still clean as hell. I don't know what the lifestyle is in terms of exercise and things of like that, but the body's still looking amazing. The voice still sounds amazing. Um, yeah, as far as current... I still feel like Usher is current enough for me, so he's gonna be my current. And I don't know what is this audience member's obsession with me- with mentioning Avery Wilson. I feel like they're trying to bait me into a trap. And please stop, because I might fall for it. Anyway, <laughs> one of these questions is: What is your first concert, John? What was your first concert? First con? Oh, don't laugh at me, Kenny, because I know you're gonna laugh at me. What? I know what? you're gonna laugh at me. Why wouldn't Kyle laugh? Because Kyle is respectful and lovable. All right, go ahead, bitch. My first concert was Danny D. Kane. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> you bitch. Because I was a big Danny D. Kane fan. We show stoppers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Alright, we're no. good. We're you here. are we're you good. are you are nasty. You're being nasty. We're here. Did they sing live? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Danny B. Kane could sing. Ooh. Ooh. Yes, they could. Ooh. Yes, they could. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. 
You just asked if they could sing live. I didn't say could they. I asked were they singing live. And I said yes, and you started laughing. I'm a jolly person. I'm a jolly bitch. Just... No, you're not. That's not who that's <laughs> not who that's at all. Kyle, what was your first concert? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Kitty. <laughs> this one I don't open up on you bitches. <laughs> My first concert was Rihanna. Oh, wait, wait, which one? Right after her shit, the one that, that was poured up, poured up. Was it in New Orleans? Yes, it was. Was it the Diamond yeah. World Tour? Diamond World Tour, yes. Okay, thank you so much. It was actually the first concert that I went to, and me and my cousin who passed uh, years later, she took me to it, and it was one of the best fucking things I have ever done in my life. Can it please not laugh? It's one of the serious memories that I have with my cousin. I'm not laughing at your cousin. I'm laughing at at Scream Tour, one of the audience members. I'm like, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like she invited me to it. Uh, she just wanted to get out the house and it was good. Rihanna was popping on stage smoking weed and I was like, Oh, I'm a Navy girl. That just jogged a memory. So the reason I asked was it the Diamonds World Tour in New Orleans. So the husband at the time and I, we actually went to that concert. It was in New Orleans. It was the last night of the tour. And we got there for free. I don't remember how it happened. I think somebody had tickets and couldn't go or something like that. So we got tickets and we got there and there was like nobody in front of us. We were in the at the top. So we were able to sit a little bit closer. And I can't remember who the rapper was. I don't know if it was ASAP or somebody, but he left stage. And then we waited an hour and 12 minutes for Rihanna. Yep. And I was hit like, the stage. all of a sudden, you could smell the weed coming through the vent. I said, well, I guess we know what the hell she was doing to take forever to come to stage. And then when she got to the stage, I, you know me. I was dragging her because she was like, sing this shit. And I was like, no, ma'am, you sing it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're not here to do this. <laughs> But, yeah, it was a hot mess. Um, my first concert was either... I can't remember because they meshed together. It was either Usher in New Orleans or On the Run Part 1, Jay-Z and Beyonce in New Orleans. I can't remember which one first. I think they were, like, in the same year or around the same time. But I want to say it was Usher. And if it was, he... Um, amazing show. August Alcina was his opening act. And... A queer he, artist. And <laughs> no, he came out officially on that VH1 show. He didn't come. All he said was that this was a what did he call it? He didn't say I don't know what it was. That was his boyfriend I, or his man friend. I just know he sounded good and uh Usher sounded amazing. And that was my first official concert. My my first ghetto concert, I call it ghetto concert, was actually Nicki Minaj in Atlanta. How was that I a ghetto concert? I was a little fresh out of high school. I was still, you know, the youngest one on the trip or whatever. And she was performing in, I can't even remember the club. I don't even know if it's still open. And I was just like, oh, mm, okay. I was like, she's 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 talented. Yeah. Okay. So. No comment. My favorite, my favorite concert was uh, the Rihanna Anti-World Tour. That was so good. It was so good, I actually saw it twice and didn't even mean to. Because I went to Made in America 
that same year and she did the exact same set. Unfortunately, I thought she would be like Beyonce and change up her set, but she did not. <laughs> <laughs> so um it was the same it was the same performance twice, but I, I enjoyed it both times. Okay. Um my favorite concert was a Beyonce concert. You know, as well as I do that Beyonce always does the most. She well not does the most, but like she gives her all. What was it? The formation tour? I've never I've never been to a solo Beyonce show. I've that been to like she uh it was in New Orleans as well, back when Formation first came out and she had Big Free to come out on stage and introduce her like in the formation song. Yeah, that was that's the formation tour. Formation tour, okay. Well yeah, like that tour, I was like, How the fuck can a woman just, you know, get ready so fucking quick? Like, you know, I know the talent is there from like Destiny's Child, but like she was switching outfits, like, you know, this and that. And I was like, okay, okay, baby. Okay, okay. And I just loved it. I loved every minute of it. Formation tour, I saw it in Baltimore. That was my favorite so far out of all the tours I've seen or concerts I've seen. Formation tour was that girl. She got on stage and she let you know the microphone was on. <laughs> and I hope I hope the same is for Renaissance. Well, from the clips I've been seeing, if you hit she hit that wrong note, so it's on. <laughs> Lou said, God damn it. <laughs> Let me take this bonnet off and get on stage. But um yeah, the formation tour, the microphone was on. Well, shout out to those vocals because to tour that show around the world and end one of the um one of the songs she sings had to sing was Love on Top. So to sing that sing that part and it was an a cappella version, so there was no music, no lipping. To sing that every night when that hard ass song and then, you know, I would say the only low part for me was that she ended it with Halo. And y'all know. I was sick of Halo. <laughs> that was in twenty I think that was twenty sixteen, seventeen. I was sick of Halo in twenty thirteen. And I was like, girl, it's twenty sixteen. You still singing that song? Let it go. So other than that, which is why at the end of the concert, she closes with Halo. So we, we made our exit because I was like, well, clearly the concert is over because she's <laughs> going from top tier to mid. So let's go. So, yeah, that was my favorite concert. Okay, so let's move on to something negative because that's why I'm <laughs> my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Name an artist that you cannot stand. The Le baby. Boosie. Who? Labusi? Mm-hmm. The baby. Oh, Taylor, the White Walker Taylor Swift. The White Walker. This Taylor. man said the White Walker. <laughs> Who is this? Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Oh, the White. Oh. Our audience member once again has said Avery Wilson. I don't know what Avery did to this man's <laughs> audience. <laughs> but it seems he wants him to burn. Uh, me too. But I just don't know what he did to them. In the, oh, the audience member says he opened his mouth. No, no objections here. Oh, I would say yeah, that. I, I would say that know. about Givian. That's who. That's when you. Oh, Givian really opened his mouth. But opening up his mouth. I'm sorry. I mean, honestly, Givian can say. Does he open it? It sounds like he. Yeah, I'm just like okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he. Um, yeah, I don't think they've given him songs that fit his voice. Is there a song that fits his voice? He does have one. Ugh. 
Mm, the fact that none of us can think of it is telling. <laughs> no, no, it's called Time. It was from that movie uh, with Margot Robbie and uh, Denzel Washington's son, I think. The song was pretty good, but I'm just wondering, like, what what did he do? What did, what did Gibeon do? Gibeon? Or yeah, what did Gibeon do? The movie was fire. Don't get me wrong, but, like, what did Gibeon do? What do you mean? He sang. You said he opened up his... Well, I mean, the guest said that he opened up his mouth, so, like... I know, he, he was talking about Avery. Oh. No, no, I said, because yeah. you said, what's the matter with Avery? I said, you... Y'all not us all getting confused. No, okay, so the audience member said Avery Wilson, and I said he has something against Avery Wilson, so the audience member then said he opened his mouth. That's what I was talking about. Okay. With giving it, I said, does he open his mouth? Because it sounds gargalish to me. Yeah, and then we start talk, shit-talking Givian. Sounds like he goes in the recording booth with Listerine in his mouth and forgets to spit it Oh, out. my God. Okay, mm-hmm. um, what is a song with a terrible message? See, well, that means that, bitch, slow talkers like me can never make it out here in these streets. But you don't sound like you're gargling. Oh, mm. My A song with a terrible message. Love the song. Immaculately sung. Listen to it all the time. In Love with Another Man by Jasmine Sullivan. Top-tier vocal. Top-tier writing. But, bitch, the lyrics is like... Not you dumping me through song. How dare you? <laughs> like, you know. And the song being um, fire at that. <laughs> yes, like, and then when she, did, I've seen her in concert. She did it live, and the entire artist was just like, it was like a collective shift <laughs> once song climax. And it's like, this song with this terrible message should not be this damn good. So, yeah, that's my, that's my suggestion. Mine is In Love With Another Man. Okay, uh, mine... Besides that, from the same artist, same fucking album, (laughs) Switch, (laughs) who the fuck wants to tell somebody, I wish I would have met your brother or your friend (laughs) a day before? (laughs) Talking about, you want to (laughs) swim? I met him at a bookstore, bitch. Go a day earlier. <laughs> yeah, Jasmine, she's a she's a hood chick for real. I love it. I love well, it. I'm going to say you, a song with a terrible message because I was at the gym the other day listening to Kyle's favorite pop music. Yay. And so Spotify decided to take me down memory lane and they played Baby It's You by JoJo. And I was like, girl, not not in this day of things for me. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, Kenny. Pause. Before you start. Baby is you. Is that by the Smiths? And she did a cover. You don't have to do nothing. Not what I want. Baby is you. We don't have to go nowhere. That's not what I want. Baby is she. That's John, the line. Oh, that's no. John. John. Huh? John. What? Can you do me a favor? What? Explain to me why this is a <laughs> song with a bad message. Because I was playing it in my head, and I'm like, huh? Because. Who wants to be in a relationship where you don't have to buy me nothing? You don't have to take me nowhere. Oh, my God. All I need is mm-hmm. you. Pass. Pass. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm not materialistic mm-hmm. at all, but I need so I need more than just your, your fucking uh, face and my face every day. Okay. Your morning breath as soon as I wake up, bitch. Okay, baby, baby, I, no. Yeah. You take me somewhere. Excuse me. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. You hypocritical bitches. What? So you're telling me. 
excuse me, you're telling me that mostly Kyle, because you know, Jonathan is all like, John is what? Closed off. Closed off. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> you're telling me you would not be happy waking up to the love of your life every morning with his funky breath. Okay. If you found the love of your life. First of all, I said more than your fucking, uh, what is that? Your morning breath. So what else you want? Bitch, love donuts, preferably from Krispy Kreme. Thank you. Because in the song, she says <laughs> you don't have to buy nothing. You can at least buy me some fucking donuts. Bitch, okay. Take this, Do you make enough to buy uh, donuts? Bitch, purified mm. water. Mm. Ken is trying to shave me on this podcast. But all I'm I am saying not. is... I'm asking questions that invoke conversation. This, it's invoking shade and reading. No, that bitch trying to read me. I know Kenny. So, <laughs> my thing is... You don't know nothing. I understand everybody got morning breath, but bitch, what <laughs> else do you have besides that? Like, after we, after we brush our teeth, what else can you offer? Mm. Don't offer... Okay, don't offer me a smile, bitch. I can, I can look in the mirror and smile at myself. Okay, and look, in the same oh, category as Baby It's You, I would also say Promise Ring by Tiffany Evans is... Also, it's a terrible message. Because at my big bone age, do not give me a fucking promise ring. Not Tiffany, bitch. <laughs> not promise ring. I think it's a not song home. meant for teenagers. It's not meant for me at my, at my grown at my grown age, you know, slightly younger than Kenny age. I'm going to tell my teenagers, baby, aim higher. <laughs> it was wrong. John is on here trying to shade me and his. John came out the birth canal first. Wow. Okay. Yeah. One song, another one I'll say with a terrible message, Saving All My Love For You, oh. Whitney Houston, because that is an ultimate side chick song. No, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Saving All My Love For You? How is that an ultimate side chick song? Have you listened to the verse? Don't listen to the chorus. The chorus is, so I'm saving all my... Listen to the chorus. She is talking about being a side hoe. Okay, the man she's singing to got a bitch. She's a side hole in this song. She's the side woman. Does she get him in the end? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so that's that, that's giving big Kelly Price as we lay vibes. <laughs> it's giving TLC. Mm. Shout out to TLC for creep. <laughs> Terrible message. <laughs> okay. One of the best songs they ever made. All right. One of the best songs they ever made, but terrible message, terrible, terrible message. Before we move to pop culture, I would just like to say fun fact about that. Left Eye is not on that song. She disagrees with the message of the song so much that on the Fan Mail World Tour, she added a rap to Creep that literally goes against the message of the song. <laughs> so you get the first two verses with T-Boss singing about creeping and the chorus, and then Left Eye comes in with a rap that basically says, you a hoe, don't, don't cheat. <laughs> So, yeah. So, first of all, round of applause for Jonathan. Great topic. I really enjoyed it. Audience, if you have anything, you know, you want to send in, you know, please send it. Nothing about Avery Nothing Wilson. About, okay. Even if it's about Avery Wilson. Because I would like I would like to see Kenny walk into the shade trap. So, if you have anything you'd like to send it. Yes, news, news, news. You know, you know the DM. Audience, <laughs> sorry um, one of the, for those who are just listening. One of the audience members said, "Nudes." Yes, I would. I would like you to uh, 
I would like you to send nudes. So, um, but no, if you have anything about this podcast oh topic God. you want to send in, y'all know the links or whatever. Kyle's going to mention that at the end of the episode because I don't remember right now. Okay, Kimmy, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, please don't send in nudes. Please send in No, so you can send the nudes to me, to me, to me, John. Oh. <laughs> please send in good reviews and please listen to the next episode. All right. So these bitches is hoes. We haven't finished. Can we? (laughs) Yeah, he scratched his head. (laughs) Anyway, so pop culture. So since we are doing the Pride Month, we're still going through the Pride. We're still going gay. And so for pop culture, we'll just be mentioning different LGBTQ plus films that... Uh, kind of elevated our childhoods or helped us get through some things and things like that. So there are two that we're going to mention for this one. And of course, audience, feel free to send in your movies and TV shows that you feel have really helped in in terms of the community. The first one I actually just watched recently was Tu Wong Fu, uh, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. It is probably the first quote-unquote gay film that I watched to the point where... I would record it if it came on TV, on, on those of you who remember the channel Logo, which was the gay channel on cable, it would come on there all the time, I would record it and rewind it, record it, rewind it, watch it over and over. It was groundbreaking to see three three heterosexual men who were not known for like gay or drag films at the top of their careers, Wesley Snipes, John, I hope I'm not saying it wrong, look. Guziamo, and then the dearly departed Patrick Swayze. They were at the top of their careers, and they decided to put on makeup and wigs and dresses and heels and give us this iconic movie. It's so inappropriate. It's so racist. It's so <laughs> it's just so problematic. However, for its time, it was amazing. And because of this film, we got the revamped, which also is, for me, the best version of Girls Just Want to Have Fun by the Cindy Lauper. You know you are that bitch when you release a song only, what, five, six years apart, and both of them are topping the charts, okay? So, and the second movie would be The Birdcage. Yes, The Birdcage, which is also an inappropriate movie. It's very, well, I'll just say this. it's in, It involves Republican politicians, dead black hookers, um, drag queens, and uh, Kenny and John. So, faggots. Whoa. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's my residual check at then, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I want my cat. I want my coin. Uh, <laughs> the shade in both of these movies is top tier. Now, I do not, I suggest, it's great to use some of the shade and lines from these movies. However, if you use some of the shade and lines from these movies, be ready to fight because some of them, as I said, are a little problematic. If you have a friend who is of Latin or origin or Hispanic origin, please do not quote one of Noxima's most famous lines. If you have a friend who is gay and you're heterosexual, do not quote any of the lines to them. (laughs) Um, But yes, these are two very iconic movies, two movies that personally for me helped me just, just embrace gay culture. It actually taught me a lot. And yeah, so if you have any... TV shows, movies, documentaries, whatever, of what you consider to be something that has really started you on your journey to discovering more about the community or, you know, whatever. Feel free, audience. Please send them in. Don't be afraid. 
Anything else, guys? All right. I would also like to put in Noah's Ark, the TV series, as well as the film. As a black youth, that film helped me get in touch with not only my gay side, but just like knowing that I was not alone. I was loved. I could find somebody that, you know, I was into. And I am forever grateful to Patrick Ian Polk. You did your shit. And, you know, I give you your flowers. But that is for me. Kyle. I mean, uh, John. Oh, I don't have any. I don't have anything to add to this topic, so. Okay, well, the three of these movies helped influence John. So. (laughs) (laughs) Or influenced by John. Oh, your favorite gay icon. Come on now. Not you the gay icon. We should be celebrating here. Here in PG County. A legendary. You should. A legendary job. PG County. <laughs> you should. I should be the shout out for next week. Remember that, Kenny. I should be the shout out for next week. <laughs> Go away. I'm going to promote this pride, what man. What did Blake say? Legendary <laughs> PG <laughs> County children. <laughs> All right, so before we close out, once again, I just want to remind everyone, like I said last week, my friend's event planning company, A Polished Lifestyle, they are throwing Arlington's Pride this year. It's the weekend of June 23rd through the 25th. There are a lot of different events. Come out, support, be gay, let your flag show and the progress flag show, because that's what we learned last week. Yeah. And... Yeah, girl. So if you're in the DMV area, please come out June 23rd through the 25th, Arlington County, Virginia Pride. You can find more information at ARLVAPride.com. Once again, that's ARLVAPride.com. All right, fellas, let's close it on up. All right, everyone. That's all the topics for today. Thank you for tuning in. You can find our podcast posts and links at IG and Twitter at PositionsPod. Or email us at Let's Talk Positions Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up and let us know if you enjoyed the show or if you have some questions on our topics. Also, if you would like to leave us a review or rating on Apple Podcasts or namely Spotify, it would be gl- greatly appreciated. My name is Kyle. I'm Kenny. And I'm tapped out. <laughs> <laughs> Said at the end of the sex party. No, never that. I'm ready to go. Maybe that's a story for actually that's a story for a different day and different different episode. Maybe when the baby daddy isn't tuned in. Oh no. Oh lord. All right, y'all. Well, we're gonna end it here. Bye. Bye. Peace out. (laughs) 